What's going on, podcast world? It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's all new episode of the Rap Lab. It's your boy, the controversial Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. What up, what up? It's your boy, the one and only, the only one, the Red Barber MC. To G or not to G is the question. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know what I do. Always keeping it true. It's the Q. And y'all know who I be. It's your boy, T.O. Y'all know that question that always remains for all the fans around the world. What's the dealio? And what the dealio is, is we continue in the report card series. So last week we did the 80s. The week before we did the 90s. And this was all started because the hater, Cool Modi himself. Oh, will you stop it? The hater, Cool Modi himself. You just want to get your ass kicked. (laughs) Ass kicked by who? The hater, Cool Modi, man. (laughs) I, I, I don't understand this, dude. You just be asking for it. Listen, the hater Cool Modi with his questionable grade. Cool Modi is not a hater, man. He gave his opinion. Decided to make a report card. So we decided to make our own report card of MCs not on that list. Uh, We assigned each other one rapper each and gave ourselves one rapper each. So we graded four each on the same Cool Modi scale. Will one of us be a hater? Will one of us be, be too generous? Or will one of us get it just right? All right. So we'll we'll start out. Further ado, QG, since you claim Cool Modi's not a hater, you play in defenseman. Uh, you start out. So uh, who who's the first name on your report card? And remind the people of the categories that we're grading on. Well, since you playing quarterback, I'd rather be on the other side so I can tackle your ass down <laughs> on the turf. But let's get started. First person on my list is AZ. And I'm going to keep this very, very simple. Going through the criteria, for those that don't know, you can check the archives. The grading scale is vocabulary, articulation, creativity, originality, versatility, voice, records, stage presence, sticking to themes, and innovative rhythms. I have a grade of AZ as a C, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll tell you why. Vocabulary, I gave him a 9. Articulation, I gave him a 10. Creativity, I gave him a seven. Original, I gave him a nine. Versatility, I gave him a seven. Voice, I gave him a 10. Records, gave him a seven. Stage presence is a seven. Sticking to themes is a seven. And innovative rhythm is a nine. Just to keep this simple, my regular average scale of a seven is what it is. It's seven. If you have done something that is what I've heard before from other people, or if you lack of a certain criteria based on my ears, I will be generous and give you a seven. And you gotta be a diehard AZ fan to appreciate the records. I feel AZ does not have those standout records as far as once you hear it, you know who it is. It's just like every other rapper. If you hear in the club, you don't even have to be a hip hop fan and know who that's for. That's the thing with AZ. Now, not to say AZ is not a legend. He is. In my book, he is one of my favorites. But judging by the grading criteria, I have to give him a C. And uh, that's why I rank a lot zigzag zig. Wow, I'm, I'm surprised you're giving AZ a, a, a C average. That's when you uh, break down when you break down the criteria, there's a reason. Any uh, Are there any questions for, 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 for any of them? Why I did what I did. I see where you're going. I respect it. I have to. Because AZ 
as good as he is lyrically, he doesn't stick to one thing. He puts everything in one song, everything in one rhyme. There's so many concepts that he talks about. And, you know, his voice, obviously, he's one of the most recognizable voices. You could, you, you could understand AZ. Articulation, the words he uses, he pronounces it very well. Creative, he could tell a story. But does he do anything that has never been done? Especially during the era where he really started to come out. You know, a lot of people thought he was from Queensbridge when he first came out. I did. Well, look, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't know he was from Brooklyn. A lot of people, you know, you had him under Nas, and you know, so that's that 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 he had to he had to step out of that, especially with the label he was with. His first label was Motown. I should have known when Dead President's video came out. Yeah, man, but um, I got I got AZ I got AZ as a C. Wow. Okay. Uh, to who's first up on? On your report card. <sighs> Lord, I have to do it. QG, this is your fault, so you might as well get it out the way. MC Ren. Uh, that, this, damn, that, that's, a, that's a lot of cussing. I don't know why, you, why, you, <laughs> why you're taking a deep breath for MC Ren. MC <laughs> Ren is a legend, but, but go ahead. He is a legend, but it's off the back, like Al said, it's a lot of cussing, so vocabulary. Y'all going to hate me. I gave him a six. I'm sorry. A, a six? No, I'm sorry. He's, he does not That's really. Understandable. Ha- he doesn't really have a. I, I probably would have gave him a seven, but all the cussing kills the vocabulary. But, he's, wait, he's but, like, wait, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said one of the most impressive bars I've ever heard. One impressive bar that that doesn't cut it. Now, you gotta now, admit, now, he does now, curse a lot. Now, now, now he's now, like the, he's like the red fox of rap. Now, I'm as, sorry. Much, as much as I quote MC Shad for one thing, QG, you know I quote MC Red for one thing just as much. And there's a curse word in that same bar that you quote a lot. My, so this my is bad. proving the point. My bad said kick in like a kick from a kick drum. Yellow boy on the drum getting dumb. Programming a beat that's hitting. And if you and if you fuck with us, you know we're not bullshitting dope. See? Like a pounder of key. Uh-huh. See? So shut See? the fuck up go. and listen to me. See? Number three. Three <laughs> curses in one in, in, in one already. I'm sorry, dog. Um continue. I gave, well, I, I forgot, I didn't even give him a, a letter grade. I, I gave him based on the total number, sorry. All of them, actually. Yeah. Uh, articulation, you can actually understand him clearly, so I actually gave him a nine. Uh, uh, creativity, uh, I gave him a strong eight. So did originality, uh, originality I gave him an eight. Um, then versatility, I never saw it in him as much as I tried to listen to a lot of Ren stuff, even through NWA. Unfortunately, I gave him a seven. Um, Voice is kind of recognizable, so I gave him a nine on that one. Records, I was a little torn because when it comes to MC Ren solo-wise, he doesn't really have much records out. It's not really stand out, so unfortunately, I gave him a seven. Stage presence, he's not really bad. I actually gave him an eight. I, I had to, I had to like really research stage presence when it comes to um MC Ren. It was kind of tough, but I found a couple and I was like, all right, his stage presence is not bad. Sticking to themes, he's actually kind of good at that. I gave him a nine. And innovative rhythms, I gave him an eight. Overall, I gave him a seventy-nine. Wow, so we got a, a bunch of C grades here in uh here so far, but I'm not shocked because MC Ren. As good as he is lyrically, like I said, too much cussing and p- post-NWA, he never really did anything of note. 
that's what hindered him in the group. That's it, it, like he didn't transition as well as Dre being a producer and Ice yeah. being who he is. You know, Red and, and 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 people, you know, would debate at the time, especially uh, Jerry Heller. He he said he always felt Ren was the better rhymer, but that cursing, man, it really it really hindered. I always call him the Red Fox of hip hop. <laughs> Cuss like a motherfucker. But not only that, but out of out of everybody in NWA, next to next to uh, uh, DJ Yella, it's safe to say, you know, Ren was the. Uh, Ren was the least marketable of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't market MC Ren. MC Ren is his own man. He does his own thing. Has That's anybody? One, one has, of the main reasons why I respect him. Has anybody ever heard of a, a edited M- MC Ren record? Nah. First of all, if you hear the edited version of an MC Ren record. That's nearly 80% of the song gone. <laughs> There's a joke. There's a joke that me and Tio talk about where Uh-oh. he performed a clean version of Chincha. And he and he actually was ad-libbing with some clean vocals. And it just didn't sound the same. Because when Ren's not cursing, it's not MC Ren. Yeah. I give, him, I give him credit for freestyling on Rap City where he didn't curse. And then for so I don't know, him and Ice Cube switched powers late on that episode. I mean, but if he would have cursed, he got kicked off the show, and Big Tigger would have got canceled. Ice Cube was cursing like hell on that freestyle. Yeah, they blocked out Cube's cursing, but Ren was able to ad lib in with you know with other words, which was which was pretty cool. It was good for Ren to you know to try that. But like like y'all said, Ren is not a marketable guy. You won't hear Ren on a radio. But he's still a legend. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the villain. All right, Mr. Rev Barber, first up on, on your report card, sir. Who and and what did you give him and why? All right, so I'm going to go with T.I., and I actually gave him a B plus. The scores added up to 89.5. So for vocabulary. Wait, wait, hold and, on. Before, but before before you go, you actually put decimals in it? <laughs> yeah, 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 because um, some of the um grades I gave like a half a point. Um, just, just point fives. Nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, So with vocabulary, I gave a 9.5. Articulations a 9.5. I mean, the man has memes about the way he speaks, you know? I mean, even Cardi B's uneducated self on um, that Netflix show that they were hosting (laughs) had told T.I. like, oh, man, how do you know so much words? It's called reading a book, Cardi. Um, Creativity, I got to give it eight. I just feel like some guys from the South, um, it's kind of hard to jump out of a creative box per se and like separate themselves due to like, you know, whether it be like the accents or, you know, the trapping or, you know, that trunk music they make. So yeah, I give them um, an eight on that originality, give them a nine. You know, he definitely was one of the first fathers of what they call trap music, even though it's gone like a very different direction from what he used to do. Versatility, I'm giving a nine. Songs like Live Your Life, Dead and Gone with Justin Timberlake and Rihanna, respectively, on Live Your Life. He shows that he could hang with these artists, these mainstream artists, and and bring in those millions. Uh, voice, nine. I got to give it to him there. You know, he has a very distinct voice, very distinct accent. Records, giving him a nine. Bring him out. Big Shit Poppin' were huge records when they dropped. I remember them joints would always be spinning on the radio, on the videos, on TV, all of that. Stage presence, I'm giving him a 9.5. A lot of movement, very hype when he performs. So, yeah, I'll give him credit with that. Stick it to themes, 
nine. His albums do have good flow, you know. I've I've enjoyed a couple of his uh some of the the middle uh catalog of his albums. Some of the later ones, not the biggest fan, but um him in his prime, he definitely uh like TI versus TIP, that was a very dope theme. I actually really enjoyed that. Um it doesn't get a 10 like I said because of like the later albums. Um Innovative Rhythms going to have to go 8 here. It's the lowest one I did with Creativity. Um he could make you bop and everything, but like I said, sometimes I feel like you know, he kind of gets looped in with some of the OGs of um of down south, you know. So uh yeah, he gets a B plus on my board. That's a pretty good score. Okay. Anybody want to question his uh his, his his ratings for the man or no? No, no, it's actually decent. I'm actually yeah, surprised. I'm actually surprised because for those of you yeah. who uh follow us on Instagram at Rap Lab Pod, we did a live a couple of weeks ago. Where Rev Barber was not too very critical of Ti, so I'm shocked he scored so high. Bro, I'm surprised too. Trust me, <laughs> because because now you have a criteria that you can yes. work with, and to clear it up, to clear it up about that live, there was for a reason. It was because of what he said. Ti said that he could, you know, the whole thing with him and the verses, and him never being out rapped on a song. We questioned that call. It had nothing we to did. do with the albums. The albums are good. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, as like Hugh G said, you know, doing this criteria, you know, I had to be truthful and I had to be honest as far as, as, far like, as like the ratings the and everything that we're, we're pretty much judging by. So, yeah, I, I got to I got to give him up, man. You know, he uh he's solid across the board as far as this criteria. You know, he's not one of my like go to rappers now. But, um, you know, I can't take away the work that he did. I can't like in the middle of um. His, his the early catalog and in, in, in the middle of it, you know, I can't take that away, man. Big impact on the game. Facts. Okay, fair enough. All right, I guess it's uh, I guess it's my my go around. So uh, I'm going first with the the artist I gave myself, Joey Badass. So Mr. Badass, uh, for vocabulary, I'm giving Joey a nine. Articulation, I'm giving him a nine. Creativity, I'm giving him a 10. Originality, I'm giving him a 10. Uh, versatility, I'm giving him an 8. Voice, I give him a 9. Records, he gets a 7. Stage presence, 8. Uh, sticking to themes, I give him a 10. And innovating rhythms, I give him an 8. Overall score of 88 for a B+. Plus. Hmm, okay. B+, plus ain't bad. No, no, not, not for, Joey. for Joey. Not for no, Joey. It's not bad for Joey. It's not yep. bad. Yeah, so Joey scores very high in my book. Um, I think, like I said, his biggest areas are uh, creativity and originality. Because when Pro Era first came on the scene, nobody was really talking about uh, third eye this, third eye that, shocker this, shocker that, forty seven this, forty seven that. So I, I, I give him that. Um, originality. No, nobody is like Joey or the rest of his crew. So, you know. I was uh, more than more than happy to rank him there. His records, I had a struggle with only because while I enjoy his music, and even though he's like big on the acting and whatnot, he never really had that one mainstream record. And then his attempt at a mainstream record, and it's crazy because there's only one Joey Badass song I dislike in his entire catalog that I've ever heard, and it's devastated. When I heard that, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But uh, I, I love that. I love that track. Really? 
I, I do, bro. Yo, man, like we spoke about it on the mental health issue, man. Like, dude, that's one of the most uplifting songs, man. I think everyone should hear that song, man, if they haven't. Right. It's it great. I value song, that, song, that song, song a lot. It is a good song. The message like, in it is very powerful. Like, like yep. com- compared to compared to everything else in his catalog, like that song sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, like it just don't sound like everything else, but you know from and I know I I know I say mixtapes don't count, but out of any mixtape I ever heard, 1999 is one of the greatest tapes I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. So, um, and then of course his uh his first album before the money and All American Badass. I'm I, yo, I would love to hear Joey drop a new album just for the yo 95 to infinity is my shit. Not ni- ni- 93 to infinity, sir. No, he said 95. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. I'm thinking. Of, yeah, it was ninety five. I'm, I'm I'm thinking of Steez. My bad. But um, but yeah, man, that's that's what I give Joey. I wish he would uh, you know, get off the movie set or or the Wu Tang set for five minutes and then go drop a track. But mm-hmm. you know, shout out, you shout mean, out. You mean you mean you mean raising Canaan? That too. But you know, I I fucks with Joey. So he he does his thing, and and, and I was, I I was I enjoyed his his approach because he sounds so much like a 90s rapper and and that's what really attracted me to him like man this this kid is just so he sounds so polished and rugged you know what i mean i'm going back in time with him that's what made me a fan of his work so i appreciate joey shout out to joey man what was that movie he had it was on netflix it was really powerful as hell yo yeah he he got a um i believe an oscar for that hmm well deserved. It was a short film. It was yeah. a short film. It well deserved too. Yeah, Joey. Took me a while to realize that was actually him. I'm like, wait, that Joey? Or Joey That's Badass. It. And shout out a shout out to his his, his tag team partner, Badass. Oh God. Oh, come on. Well, you got to. <laughs> Gotta shout him out. <laughs> All right. Uh next up, QG. Your your second go around. Fifty cent. Mm. I, I gave fifty cent a B. All right, break it down. Okay, vocabulary, I gave 50 a 7. A 7? A 7 for vocabulary, uh, yes. Kind of understandable. 50 is not going to wow you with his with his words. It's like the words he chooses is very direct. It's very simple. Articulation is 8. Creativity, I gave him a 7. Originality, I gave him a 7. 50, 50 is really a hybrid of the MCs that came before him. He is a student of the game, but you, but that, that bully, that tough, you, you, you've seen it before. Versatility seven. We know fifties message, you know, if it's not guns, if it's not drugs, if it's not women, if it's not violence, if it's, you know, he, he, he's a hustler. The voice is a 10 straight up. And I'll tell you why, because for him to take a negative and turn it into a positive, it shows you the resilience of 50 cent. 50 got shot in his face. When you hear him on a, on, a, on a record, you know it's 50 Cent. You know, even prior to that, his voice was recognizable. But this, whew, he made it work for him. The records is a nine, straight up. Just off his major commercial debut, Get Rich or Die Trying, you could still play those records from that album and, and you still lose it. Even, even some songs from The Massacre, and you could throw in the G-Unit records, you know, especially Beg for Mercy. 
Stage presence, 50, 50 is actually a pretty good performer. I gave him an eight for that because, you know, he's running around. He's he's going from this side to that side. He does the Queen's bop, you know, that regular 90s bop that you always see. But when he's on stage, <laughs> yeah, he does it. That's his signature, man. But, you know, he's, he's, he's going from stage to stage, especially when he performs What Up Gangster. When, as soon as What Up Gangster comes on, he's running out there. Uh. Sticking to themes, I gave him a 10 for that because whatever the record is, he stays with it. Candy Shop, he, he, you know, he, he's, he's, he's using that metaphor with candy as, as it involves the sex. P.I.M.P., he's talking about pimping. Uh, when, his, when, he's, when he's doing a, a, a diss track, you know what I mean? He's very, he's very good with that, so he stays to that. Innovative Rhythms. I gave him a seven for that because like I, mm. I mentioned earlier about him being a hybrid of other MCs, 50 raps like the people that he enjoyed listening to. You know what I mean? He comes from Queens, so he grew up, you know, he came up listening to all the other people before him. Not just that, but he also said, you know, Rakim was one of his favorites and G-Rap and everybody like that. So innovative. Sure, you've had people try to copy his character and try to be just like him. But as far as the rhythm goes, innovative rhythms, I got to point out, is something that no one has ever done. We've seen people, you know, we've seen people like that, especially Pac was one of his favorites. So, you know, 50 is a follower of his influences. He'll add in his his, his element and he'll tell his story. But I got him a B. I got him rounded up as a B, 50 cent. Hmm. Okay. And the overall score was? He was in the 80s. He was in the 80s. Uh, I, I, because from, from anything for me, 85 and above, that's the plus. But he got up, he, he got up to like an 84. Based okay. On, based on my count. So I was like, okay, he got a B. Okay. Anybody got uh, questions or opposition to that? Uh, not really. Now, shout out to the Queens Bop. You know, it's in our soul, man. It's just what we That's do. That's it. It's natural. <laughs> I'm saying. It's, what we, <laughs> it's a great way to start it. Like, what's the candidate <laughs> in the club or whatever, or the party? You're just moving from side to side, man. It just gets you going. Man, you could live on that shit the whole night in the club. You be all right. You ain't got to know how to dance. Easy. And, uh, all right. Uh, T.O., who's next? All right. I was interested when this came up. Uh, I got to go with Blue. So, Blue. Uh... Blue is, you know, he's not really mainstream, but he's really a nice artist, and uh, I actually been following him since. For, for the record, I have no idea who this is. Just oh, you got to get up on it, man. Oh man, if, bro, just start, start from start from the album below that was it below the heavens? Yeah, with Exile. I'm gonna get to that part in a minute. Mostly about him and the collaboration. So Blue, vocabulary. I actually gave him a strong nine. He's actually has some good vocabularies, uh, articulation. He's he actually he actually create a good storytelling type songs. And there's a lot of catalogs this guy has, whether for solo or collaborations as well. I gave him a strong 10. Creativity, not bad. I gave him a nine on that one. Uh eight. I'm sorry. Um uh, originality, I gave him an eight. You know, he's like one of those uh conscious rappers that we were all used to hearing back then. So I love it. Versatility. I actually gave him a 10 for a reason, because one, 
he could also harmonize in the songs, not only rap, but when it comes to collaborations, it's something about this guy that he does not work with one producer on an album. He can go to follow with other people like my man Damu the Fudge Monk. Um, who, oh, the no. heck, who the hell is that? What? Don't worry Damu. about that, Al. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, like Damu, I said. Yeah, yeah Damu the Fudge Monk. Yeah. You gotta, bro, when I say these, these cats of production are nice, they are nice. Uh, obviously, yeah. Exile. Um, and funny because every time I hear Blue and Exile, they, they're like... They like the chill version of Prodigy and the Alchemist. Yeah, true. That's a good comparison. comparison. They're like the chill version of Prodigy and Alchemist when you listen to those two. Uh, what's next? Uh, oh, I lost my thought. Oh, Voice. Voice is a. I kind of gave him an eight on that That's one. Fair. Yeah, I gave him an eight on that one. Uh, records, unfortunately, he's not mainstream wise, so he gets a seven. Unfortunately, uh. Stage presence, I've actually seen him through videos and barely on stage. He's another one that's hard to find to perform unless you have, like, personal people who upload stuff on YouTube. He actually gets a strong eight, in my opinion. Uh, Sticking to things, he does really well, in my opinion. So I actually gave him a strong 10. And innovative rhythms, I actually gave him a good eight. It's not much. You know, conscious rap is hard to get people riled up true because 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 when you overshadow by trap music and the bounce music it's going to toughen that up so i gave him a strong uh yeah i gave him a strong 88 on that one that's pretty good i like blue blue yeah. blue is actually good al when i say listen to the guy he's really he's really great man because it's been times that when i when i first heard below the heavens with exile i said yo who is this guy yeah. That's a classic album right there. And he has some good tracks that you could actually like probably listen to over and I forget what track is because he has like a good 10 plus album solo wise. Yeah, he does. He, he has a catalog. And I forgot what was the song with Bishop Lamont and Sky Zoo? Whew. Mm. Yeah, I was bang. That was crazy, man. But yeah, Al. Blue, Blue gets a good eighty-eight, but overall I like him as an artist. Always have. Yeah, he's from Cali, you know the West Coast it, cats is always in there. Yeah, back ten. Where you at, man? Help him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rev, second on your report card. All right, keeping it moving, man. Now I got Royce the five nine. All right. Okay, so I gave him a B plus. He actually okay. totaled for an eighty-seven on my list. Okay. Vocabulary, I give him a 10. Articulation, he gets a 10. I feel like vocab and articulation, it kind of goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? Of course, the pronunciation counts. And, you know, you can't, like, have all these big words and not be able to, like, execute it or pronounce it right. But, like, guys like Royce, you know, he he's a wordsmith. So, you know, he's going to get that right. You know what I'm saying? Creativity, yeah. I give him an 8. I mean, he's had a lengthy career when it comes to, like, you know, rhyming and... uh it just, you know, he when you're a superb lyricist, you can always be creative through lyrics, but through songs, you know, that's another story. And he just hasn't had, you know, that mainstream hit or that crossover hit to, to make him like a, a creative artist per se, as far as like, you know, the songs and music, not the lyrics. Originality, I give him a nine only because he has a lot of self-produced albums. 
And, you know, that takes a lot to, like, kind of put the ball in your hands and produce an album, you know, for Delph. Um, mm-hmm. he, he definitely stands out amongst the Detroit MCs. And that's why I'm giving him like a high grade for originality. Cause he doesn't sound like nothing like Detroit artists, you know, um, Facts. you know, other, other than Eminem, when you hear Eminem and you hear Royce, that's not how they get down in the D. They don't sound like, like those kind of rappers. You got lyricists there, but like, you know, shout out to like CMC Guapo, like guys like him who, you know, who've been on, who's been on our show, guys like him, like. They make that homebred music. You know, they got like kind of like a Bay Area feel, like kind of like almost like the the horrorcore um, kind of sound. Uh, my wife could definitely get into that. She's she kind of schooled me on that. Um, versatility seven. You know, one thing about him, I just feel like sometimes he is kind of just a rapidy rapper and it's hard for him to make mainstream music. I haven't heard him do anything like super versatile like the way m has done you know like i touched on earlier like you know he's done well i actually haven't touched on my bad sti but they both have collabed with rihanna you know i haven't seen a a royce collab with like a a huge mainstream artist or anything like that um voice i gotta give a nine you know it sticks out you know i know nine nickel every time i hear the voice i already know what time it is so you know i'm gonna give like high grades on the voices if 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 you don't sound like nobody or, or, or you can't be compared to nobody, because I can't compare Royce to anybody. Um, records. I got to give him an eight on that. And I feel like that's that's being generous, too. But his biggest records are, are always featuring people, wh- whether it be M. He got a, a J. Cole record, you know. Um, so it, it just I, I would like to have, you know, kind of rated him higher. But he just did not provide like. You know, huge records like that, in my opinion. Stage presence, he's an eight. You know, these rapidy rappers always do the best when they're on stage, you know, with the movements and everything. So, you know, he's quite entertaining. Stick it to themes, I'm giving him a nine. You know, he once he did away with the rhinestone do-rags and actually got himself, like, like kind of found who he is as a rapper, as a lyricist, you know, he he's he stuck with that. And he you always get great lyrical content listening to Royce. Um Innovative rhythms, you know, as, as I said, you know, before, as far as like um, when, when you got a rapidy rapper, you know, it's easy to get the crowd involved. It's easy to make people bop. So he gets a nine on that. So, um, yeah, B plus for me. I agree 110 percent. And I feel as a, as a fan of Royce, I felt he didn't find himself, like you said, until layers. Because when Layers came out in 2016, I said he finally got it. Because prior to that, Rock City, Death is Certain, and Independence Day, Street Hop, Success is Certain, even though he has some records on there that you could get into and you could like. Like, I feel when anytime him and Primo get together, it's always great. Oh, I love oh, the yeah. prom. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime him and Prem get together, it's beautiful, man. But Layers, Book of Ryan, and the Allegory, and any other prime stuff, fantastic. Word, word. Yeah, my bad. A little off topic here. You know, I just want to shout out uh, the Los Angeles Rams on their way to a Super Bowl. Oh, Not really yes, the biggest Rams yes. fan, but um, shout out to my moms up above. She was a huge Rams fan, being that she's an Aries and they had a female owner. So just want to throw that oh, in, just beautiful. in remembrance yeah, of mom Dukes cool. and everything. I predicted uh, yes, a few yes, weeks yes, ago it was going to be Rams and Bengals, and I'm right. So now I'm just going to root for both of them. I don't care. It's going to be a colorful Super Bowl. Oh, 
Yep. Shout out. Shout out to moms up above. Yes. Yes. All right. Candyman. All right. So I guess it's on me now. Uh, so my next, my next one, uh, going with Mac Miller. So, and I'm a, I, it's interesting cause I, I like Mac Miller, but I, I like, you know, I never really in depth listened to him. I, I only have two of his albums in my, in my possession, but here it goes. So Mr. Mac Miller, hold on, let me pull up his score. So vocabulary, I gave Mac Miller a seven articulation, nine creativity, eight originality, 10. Versatility, eight. Voice, ten. Uh, records, eight. Stage presence, eight. Uh, sticking to themes, ten. Innovating rhythms, nine. That is an overall score of eighty-seven for a B plus. That's good. Pretty high. Uh, I've said. I believe I've said it on this show before, but Blue Slide Park is one of the greatest debut albums I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. Word. Um. Reason I gave him a, a ten for his uh, a ten for his voice. You could put on a track, not tell me what you're about to play, and I know Mac Miller's voice when I hear it. It's distinct. To be technically uh, honest, he is kind of recognizable. His yeah. voice does stand out. His vocabulary, especially in his early records, was kind of kind of limited. So that's why I had to bog him down. Funny story. His stage presence now. I went to a concert back in in early tw- no not early but like mid 2012. Uh, again, and this goes always goes all goes back to Joey Badass. It was a Mac Miller concert, but Pro Era was opening up for Mac Miller. I didn't go there to see Mac Miller. I just went to see Pro Era. But that was the night I became a Mac Miller fan when uh when he came out and, and headlined. But um but yeah so and his stage presence was was on point. It's a shame he had his uh. His his battle with his uh, with his drug addiction, which actually played into me um, giving him his grade for sticking the themes and origin and originality. So um, it's unfortunate that that's how he got that grade. But hey, at least the man was honest. But yeah, I give Mac Miller a, a B plus. Okay, that's pretty hey, solid. Understand- and, and, Mac, and Mac has a has a has a big fan base. I didn't know how big his fan base was. Until you know, obviously after his after his passing and the outcry of getting more of his work out there, like I didn't know how big his fan base was because I used to hear the songs from Mac. I'm like, okay, yeah, this dude, he's cool. But yeah, Mac, that's a good score. Yeah, man, Mac, Mac Miller. Um, wish he wish he was still here to make some more music. But all right, Q, uh, round three for you. Corday. Another person I'm not familiar. Another person I'm yeah. not familiar with, but go ahead. I'm going to be real with you guys. The first time I ever heard of Corday, he had an interview on Stephen A's World on ESPN. And I said, Okay, who is this kid? And I heard him rap. I said, All right. And then the name was given to me for, for this. So this is how I gotta do it. And listening to his albums, I say this. Vocabulary, I give him an 8. Articulation, I give him a 10. But let me be clear. I feel he can do more with his vocabulary. He just chooses not to. I sense that there's some more in him, but he chooses not to go that route. Creativity, I'm going to give him a 7 for that. Original, I'm going to say a 7. 
Versatility, I'm going to say an 8. Voice, I'm going to give a 7. Records, I'm going to give a 7. Stage presence, I gave him a 9 for stage presence. And I'll tell you why. Because when he performs, and you guys could refer to the Tiny Desk performance on YouTube, he has the Bob Marley effect. When Bob Marley is performing, he closes his eyes and he's feeling every word that he's saying in the mic. I feel Corday gets lost in the song. Like he pours a lot into the song. And the fact that he's doing that, you can feed off that energy. That's the thing with that's a that, that's a that's a trait that a lot of artists not use. And uh to and to quote Dougie Fresh, Dougie Fresh said it. The people will like your music if you like your music. If you're an artist and if you know your song is good, if you feel it, you have to show it on that stage. And Corday, that's exactly what he does. He feels every word. Sticking to themes, I gave him an eight. Innovative rhythms, I gave him a seven. Now to tie it all in, he reminds me so much of J. Cole. When I hear him rapping and I and, and and he's incorporating a lot of the singing and you know into the into the rhymes, I've heard it before. It sounds great. And he's he's very big into the religious part of it with the choir and the church and everything. Not to say he's a religious rapper, but incorporating the gospel sound into the raps. And he's very, very direct. You know, he could be very harsh with his with his with his with his words. You know, like he, if he's saying something, like I remember on his on his other project, I made seven million off Coca Cola. You know, he was very brash and very very bold with that. He can do that, and he could switch it up and do and tell a story about how he came up. He came up pretty hard, and he's a kid. You know, what I mean, he's only twenty four years old. I feel he's just scratching the surface with, with what he has. I I I would like to see some growth as far as his direction. You know, he, he, he's keeping it real, you know, how, how he came up, how he grew up and, and what he'd been through. He had a hard life, especially for somebody so young. But I feel that he can definitely do a lot more. And he's been nominated for Grammys. The kid is very good. I got my eye on this kid. I, 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 I want to see him see him get, you know, get more. So I got him as a C plus here. Hmm. I feel like when he dropped YBN, he got better for some reason. It's like he, I don't know. He's improved from his from his other project, yes. Yeah. Yes, because when I heard The Lost Boy, I said, all right, okay. But from a bird's eye view, I said, oh, this is different. And, you know, I I see growth. I see growth coming, you know. Like every project, every song, he's starting to evolve and get more into it. Like the last performance I saw him do, he had backup singers and everything, and he was really getting into the song. So I expect more from Corey Day, and I and I think he will give us more as he gets older. And and he killed Little Wayne on that track. Okay, Wayne knows us. Of course he did. He wrapped circles around Wayne. Anybody contest or or, or have a question for QG on his uh, report on Corday? Good system. No, no, good shit. All right, T.O., you next. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. So I guess I got to start with my spelling, F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S, that guy. <laughs> so vocabulary, he's not bad. I actually gave him an eight. 
Articulation, I gave him a nine. Creativity, for some reason, I follow Fab from 2001, or actually, let's just say from uh, The Professional. Uh, I never really saw creativity a lot, so I gave him a seven. Originality, I gave him an eight, but that's because he had a little bit to do with the the raps and the fashion and the throwback jersey, so I gave him, I gave him a little bit on that. Versatility, uh, I gave him an eight. Uh, voice is kind of recognizable, so I gave him a nine. Records, he got an eight. I mean, he had he used to have the records, but once the 2000s came, the competition got bigger and it kind of wiped Fab out a little bit, unfortunately. Uh, stage presence, seven. I'm sorry, but this guy does not really have great stage presence. He does not I'm sorry have to great say. stage presence. He doesn't. That's one of the weaknesses <laughs> in this game. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, stick of the themes, I gave him an eight, and innovative rhythms, I also gave him an A. Overall, I gave him an eighty-one. So what is that like a B minus? Yeah, that's a that's B a, minus. Yeah, that's a B minus. You know, you know, to add to that, let me ask you guys a question because we all know about Fab, like, and we know how Fab started. Do you guys feel what hindered Fab is he was trying too hard to have a commercial, to have commercial success? He didn't have an. I, I felt like he he was not too much finding his identity. Like I think like when when he came out with his Ghetto Fabulous album, I actually liked it. But then as as times changed, you could tell Street Dreams. He was trying to sort of get into the R and B type tracks now, and that was a problem because with Fab. Especially at the time when he first came out. And Rev, you could attest to this. Because back in high school, there was the debate who was the best puncher. Was it him or was it Banks? And at the time, you know, when Fab first came out, he was punching back to back to back to back. Just like Banks, you know, was doing. So people was wondering, well, who's the best punchliner? And then you you throw Cassidy in there. You, You throw these other guys in there. So compared to how he started to where he went, and again, those soul tapes are great. The mixtapes are great. But when it comes to the albums, there's a problem. He just had, I, like I said, he doesn't have an identity, in my opinion. And then then he tries to cater when the new sound comes, like the whole Diamonds in My Damn Chain. I couldn't yeah, stand the I damn song. Like, I, I didn't like that song. Throw it in the like bag. That. Hated I it. Like that I, I, think, I, think, I think what hurt Fab is that he didn't want to do any more albums and he just wanted to be mixtape Fab. That's what I think hurt Fab. Uh, sort of, but... And he didn't want to make albums. He always wanted to do Freestyle Fridays and, and all these different tapes. And I'm just like... Nah, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I know you do because, you know, you, the way you that. feel about mixtapes. Can't win a Grammy off a mixtape. Yeah, but and Grammy's again, not really been the standard since Nas won it, you know? And it goes with what T.O. was saying about the records because what what are his most popular records? The The... The biggest record that I hear on the radio constantly is the record with Tamia. Into you, his they biggest play that is all the time. His big, his biggest hits are, uh, from my standpoint, are Into You, are Breathe, uh, Holla Back, Holla Back, Youngin, Can't Deny It, and I would but, even argue, I would even arguably say the the track he did with Uncle Murder and Jay Z, the Brooklyn joint. They didn't really play that much, unfortunately. Yes, they did. That they song did, was all over the that place. That was a New York banger. It, it, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but it, it fell off quick. That's the problem. It fell off quick. 
they were playing the hell out that song for a good month or two, and then they just forgot about it. Yeah, it's I don't not know like how you anywhere else, but, but, yeah. but I don't know. But but see, the problem is, you still got that song into you with Tamia, which technically is actually her track first. Then later on, he re uh, covered it. That's oh, and um, and that was song. Been, um, what was can't that? Let, let you go. And that's uh, always been played a lot. And look at um, Ooh. and look, look at that gangster. They didn't play that song. But see, the, way the, the pattern with this is they playing a lot of songs from him catering to women. They don't play all the other stuff like the Can't Deny It That Much or the Brooklyn track that much. Yeah, and if you're in Brooklyn in a club, but they're always going to play So Into You, Can't Let You Go. They're going to play all the f- tracks that he did catering to women. Yeah, more I than feel anything. like... like- like you guys said, you know, as far as like trying to chase that like commercial success, it kind of hurt him too, you know. And right. I feel like, you know, if he would have like kind of like, you know, kind of what Al is saying too, like maybe reserved himself and not done so many mixtapes and kind of focus on like being in album mode and making the album special because you can oversaturate yourself as an artist by dropping too many mixtapes. So, so I feel like, you know, in a sense, both sides is kind of right on this. And to be technically honest, you could tell, you could tell by his. By his um demeanor in real talk, and he looked. You know he didn't. He didn't look like up? he had the hunger anymore in real he talk. He didn't. He didn't. And you know what really messed me up? And I get mad at that. On the Joe Button album "Rage in the Machine," there's a song where Fab is not even rapping. He's singing using auto tune. And I said, "Oh, what I remember I that. Said, I, I remember said, that I said, track I said, too." What are you? What are you doing? Fab. You and Joe, you and Joe Fab. on a re- this is this is Desert Storm. I want to hear bars. You singing on auto tune, Fab? No, dog. But that's that's the problem. He was trying he was trying to cater with the new sound, but it that, just yeah, didn't fit him. That didn't fit. Especially when the digital era came. Oh, come Lord. on, no, nah, man. I expected more. Like 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 when I when I bought the album and I said. Oh, you and Joe Budden on the track? Oh man, I, oh, I, oh, we go back to the. What, what was that other show? Girl, you be killing them. You be killing them. I hate that song. <laughs> they they <laughs> played that. They played that heavy too. And that's another problem. It's, it's for the models. It's for the models. It's for the models. When the models are walking the runway, that's the song. That I mean, there's nothing wrong with catering right. to the women, but it's like it's like once Job ja Rule took that to the high level, that everybody started doing it. But y'all also got to remember, because y'all keep saying, like, oh, you know, they play that a lot. But we in New York, you know, we don't know if they playing all that, like, outside of New York. They're going to do it in New York because Fab is our guy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure he's getting these same spins out in Texas now. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, I could tell you for a fact, uh, in the N- I didn't hear Fab till, till, till in the NO at all. Yo, you didn't hear him out No. There? I heard one record. It was Holla Back Youngin', and that was it. And they didn't even play that all that often. Shout out to Neptunes. I'll tell you one thing. There should be a whole episode of Neptunes. That would be three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve their flowers. Right, right, right. All right, so... Um, I think it's all right. Rev. It's on you, Candy Man, right? No, Rev, I think. Oh, Rev is next? It's, it's Rev, yeah. All right, Rev. All right, no doubt, no doubt. What you got? So we got next up on the list here, we got Al's favorite, Eminem. Uh, <laughs> this will be good. This yeah, y'all know, good. y'all know I don't fuck with Marshall. You don't Stop know that better call him so, Marshall. So you're probably not going to agree with some of the things I say yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, cool. But um, I gave him an A. He got a 95.5. Right. Yeah, okay. all right. You know, Yo. he wouldn't be him, you know what I'm saying, without this grade. I, you know what I'm saying? It just... 
It just leveled out this way. So, you know, with the vocab, the articulation, he got a 10 across the board. You know, not many cats could do what he does on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Buster Rhymes can as far as, like, you know, the speed rapping. And, you know, even in, even in late in his career, you know, Eminem, when it comes down to, like, the freestyles, he definitely goes off. You know, when it comes to, you know, the records, it might be a different thing, but we'll get into that. Um, Creativity, I got 10. You know what I mean? Stan is, is in the Urban Dictionary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. How could you argue that? Based on that <laughs> you know? alone, that should be a 12. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, you know, just his whole his whole persona, his whole character, you know, is, is, is creative. We've seen, like, you know, white boy rappers before, but we didn't see it the way Eminem was doing it now. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, that ties into originality, which I gave a 10. You know, the whole blonde hair and white T-shirt and making, you know what I'm saying, like rebellious kind of music, you know, like at... at you know, and his stance as being, you know, someone from the Midwest and everything. And I feel like he united a lot of black and white folks through music. You know what I'm saying? Because um, right. white folk ain't really have too much like like hard MCs besides like the Beastie Boys. Um, Of course, you know, shout out MC Search and everything. But like Eminem kept that going. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't many cats like like during his time that was white and putting it on like the way he was so you know i'm giving him the originality 10 there for that um so versatility i went eight you know he 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 tries but like not every track could be as clever as superman was you know i mean that's i feel like the most versatile he could get as far as that you know i know he has the track with uh you know rihanna and everything but he kind of just was him on that he didn't have to do nothing outside the box like he did on superman um voice Nine, I know a lot of people may say he has like kind of a whiny, you know, kind of cringy kind of voice sometimes. But like I said earlier, um, if it stands out, I'm going to give you a high grade. Like if, like if you play something and I already know who it is for me, you know, your voice is going to get a high rating for me. Um, records, I gave a nine point five. Lose yourself till I collapse without me. You know, these are in the billions as far as streaming, you nice. know, and. That's not even counting like single sales and album sales. And, you know, when it comes to the records, man, he he knows he knows what to do when it comes down to it. I mean, maybe not now in his career, but in the thick of things, when it was his prom, he definitely knew how to drop a record. Stage presence, 10. I've seen him live. I saw when he brought up the, the Kim blow up doll. Man, yo, he is hell of a showman. I know he's older, he's matured now. He's showed that on his latest records and stuff. But like, yeah, that stage presence, man. Yeah, especially when he insulted the insane clown posse. Yeah, (laughs) he he knows he knows how to bring the ruckus when it comes to being on stage. So he gets a ten for me. Stick it to themes. You know, I got to give him a 10 because he has a different approach on his albums, whether it's coloring his hair brown or being on his John Cena Army Militant flow. You know, he he sticks to his themes. You know what I'm saying? Like he when does, it comes though. He does. Yeah. When it comes <laughs> when it comes down to like an assignment that he's given himself, even if it's a whack album, you know, he's going to stick to the theme of it being whack or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we could argue about whatever it is as far as like um, rehab or or rehabilitation, all them joints, you know what I'm saying? Like, those aren't favorable, but but he stuck to the theme on those albums where he was talking about, you know, uh, a subject matter throughout the album. So we may not like it, but he stuck to the theme. Um, innovative rhythms, like I said earlier with Royce, you know, lyricists are always going to get a high grade for me because, like, when you hear an MC rhyme, like a rapidly rapper rhyme, you ain't got no choice but bob your head. And Eminem gets them, man. Lyrically, he just... 
You can't take that away from him, yo. So that added up to a 95.5, and he gets an A. Love it. Love yeah. it. That's excellent. Shout out to Mr. Mathers himself. Exactly. Oh, yeah, man. I agree with everything you said, Rev. Oh, yeah. I mean, M is, M is one of my all-time favorites, and you already hit the nail on the head. And I think with M, too, it depends on the record. Whatever he's feeling, whatever whatever the song is about, he stays in the pocket with the theme of the song. And M, especially when Relapse came out and I heard 3 a.m., I'm like, what the hell is this? Where he was like kissing the naked mannequin and walking around naked in McDonald's. Like M, M, M is off the wall. He's off the wall with, you know, with certain records. But then he could pull you back in and talk about, he could give you Mockingbird when he's talking about his daughter. That's funny you said off the wall. And I was just listening to that yeah, song. Yeah, with Red the, Man. The Red Man. That's the thing too with features. When he's feet, when he when he's collaborating with another artist, that's the thing I love about Eminem. He is so competitive with features. That's why that's why there's that narrative. Oh, I I can't do a song with M because M is gonna body me on my own record. They people still run with that. That's what I love about M. Whenever he's working with somebody, he <laughs> wants to give you the best verse. Well, he, he, you can. Well, say that's Jay-Z. even though that's questionable. Even you can see. I mean, you, you, because not, you know, Renegade, because, no, because, because Renegade, Renegade was a song with him and Royce. Royce, yes, yeah, exactly. you know that 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 old record been out, but you know, M put Jay on it, and even though the record with Jay is still a still a good record, it's still a it's a great record. Like when M and Jay get together, it's great. They only. They did Renegade, and Renegade is a standout record. But M has worked with Wayne. M has worked with Game. M, M has worked with Fifty. He's, you know, all, all all his works with Dre. Like, come on, when you put on Forgot About Dre, who stood out? Oh, clearly M. M, because yeah. and, and Dre showed it. He's like M is the guy. So yeah, man, I, I totally agree. Yo, his verse made me laugh on Bitch Please too. <laughs> <laughs> he was all good up until the end, and the next he's like, "Suck my motherfucking dick back." You happy now? Yeah, y'all are very lucky that him butchering Tupac's legacy has nothing to do with the report. I don't know about oh, oh here we go. Uh, he about, about butchering Pac's legacy and everything like that. Just, just stick with what he does, man. The Marshall Mathers LP. Yes, he wrote Tupac's legacy. He did that. Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> One of the greatest he, wrote that, he wrote that letter to Afini Shakur, okay? He oh, did. here we you go. Keep, you keep ain't nobody thinking about stuff, that. Man. Right, ain't nobody thinking about that. Let that go. Every time something from Ro- Loyal to the Game comes on, I got to hit skip in the car, so man. don't listen to it, then. Don't listen to it. Put it on shuffle. Listen to the Slim Shady LP or something like that, man. And that's the thing, too. I got When I first heard my name is... <laughs> I like what the hell was I he said, talking about? Who, who is that guy? And then, and then and another thing, like Rev touched on, guilty conscience. Guilty conscience is a great concept. That video makes me laugh. Yeah, but y'all don't want to talk. But y'all don't want to talk. Is, y'all don't want to talk. Eddie. Y'all don't want to talk about his duds, right? Y- y'all forgot about. Boing, boing, boing. Y'all forgot about that. Of course right? he has duds. Of course he has duds. But so does your favorite. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that will be the colonel. Dubs. I, dubs. Oh, I need dubs was a decent record. Uh, no, it wasn't. Stop it. That record was trash. He stole it from LL Cool J. But that record was trash. Both of them and Romeo disappointed me. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're, we're done with Marshall, right? You don't know that man to call him Marshall. Yeah. Will you stop calling him Marshall? That's his, that's his name, Marshall. All right, Marion. 
Hey, 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 you don't know, hey, you try to get us killed. And Percy and, and all the rest of those guys. Stop yeah. it. Deshaun, hey. all of them. Anywho, um, <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. This next person who I graded, I thought they were going to grade far higher than they did. Their actual grade when I was done surprised me. And y'all might have some issue with me. But uh, I had Prodigy from Mob Deep. And, uh, uh, man. hey, you know, my bad to cut you off, man. You know, I wasn't on the 80s episode and all that, but you, I heard what you said about MT Shannon and, you know, my, my backyard and all that from Queensbridge, man. You need to be careful with all that, man. I'm You're still you. not invited, dog. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What did I say about MC man, Shannon? Just, I got you all hot. You just don't let that go, man. I was editing the YouTube no. joint for us. I'm like, man, he just still disrespecting Queensbridge, man, the South Bronx oh, and all that. And QG was saying, you don't know any of the lyrics or any of the damn KRS songs to what he was saying about Queensbridge. All you're saying is the bridge is over. There ain't nothing. We still here, baby. Listen, listen, KRS-One said, and I quote, and I didn't hear a peep from a place called Queens. Well, apparently that was a lie. Yeah, big lie. Well, it wasn't a lie when MC Shan had to go on tour and open for KRS-One because he lost. (laughs) And MC Shan Shan still came out and still did his thing. Did you not see the videos of MC Shan as I sent you? I should send it to you, Rev, so you can see what Shan is talking about. Because Shan challenged KRS-One and KRS-One declined. Oh, yeah, because he beat him in the Sprite commercial. He beat him in the Sprite commercial. Yeah, but nobody, but but that's not important. The Bridge Wars was more important. (laughs) And you can't even call it the damn Bridge Wars because if the entire Juice Crew got involved in that, Boogie Down would have died. It was not a Bridge War. It was just Shan and KRS. I don't know, man. That's why Roxanne Shantae had him shook. KRS would have slaughtered all of them, man. No, he wouldn't. Oh, you would damn not. He would have been. And and listen, did you say Nelly beat KRS one? But that's on the technicality. But anywho, listen, (laughs) KRS one. Listen, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm not from the Bronx. I'm not from Queens. So I'm a neutral party. You just he, like to insult You a damn Shan. liar. That's the only problem. Ain't no All neutral you party. Your ass is biased. Every single time. I've been keeping. I've been keeping that man relevant. I've been quoting his song You're lyrics. You're not Stop keeping nobody. Controversial Candyman. Yeah, you ain't. You ain't keeping nobody. Call him relevant. Sour Patch. Listen, right, listen, 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 listen. Maybe, maybe MC Shan would have, would have, would have won that battle. He would have took all his homeboys off the crack. How about that? You just keep going That's on with the same nice. crap over I, and over. What do you mean? Wait, wait, fact, as a matter of fact, I hope, I hope MC Shan has been listening to these episodes so he could do a video Bro, about I you. Sent him video, <laughs> I sent this dude videos. He ain't even watch him. Shan already addressed all the things that listen, was going on. Listen, listen. With the verses. First off, first off, first off, first off, first off, Rev, you talk about that's not nice. I'm just quoting what KRS one said since y'all said I don't quote bars. If any of y'all, you KRS, would get on that F train and get up to 21st Street in Queensbridge and walk up them stairs, you guys would turn right back. You would not say not, none of that to them it. guys over there. And them first guys all, are there probably look, right now. First of listen, all, they listen, no, first no, off, uh, 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 they would not even make it past the turnstile. I don't think so. Word. Listen, man. Listen, listen. Stop man. insulting Shan, yo. Shan is the forefather, man. Show some respect. I don't, but see, I don't have the nothing, pioneers. I don't have nothing against Queensbridge. I'm a Nas fan. I'm a Mob Deep fan. You like, don't care. What do you mean I don't care? I like you know, you know what it is. You just like to insult MC Shan because of what he said on the Beef DVD about the doorbells <laughs> and the real bitches singing the notes. That's the only reason why. You go first after off, every time first off, that, that you know, you're right. That's the reason why I'm mad at him because that nigga had no boat. And I still, to this How day, how do you to... know that? 
Because I know the nigga was working you in the think, Valencia jeans factory. You think because you think because he lo- you think because he lost the KRS and all of a sudden he went broke. That, that shows how much you know. Nah, listen, listen. I still to this day, and that DVD came out in two thousand three. I have yet to see the doorbell ring and bitches singing the notes when you press the doorbell. You acting all right? like the man That's is your Bible, broke. that DVD. Yeah, exactly. You acting like Shan ain't got no money. You act like Shan is just some bum off the street. No, he's I, not. I, I never said that. He's not some bum that's off what, the street. Well, the way you're talking, you're making it seem like he is. That's what you're, you're, <laughs> he's, you're insinuating the fact that he lost the KRS and all of a sudden he died. Listen, Whoa. listen, he's not some bum off the street. He's just the old head who sits in his car and drinks. And how many old heads do you know from your era? How many old heads do you know from the South and from and from New Orleans that ain't that ain't doing much? You think everybody from No Limit had money? You think everybody from Cash Money had money? A good majority of them did. A good majority what? Oh no, those were rented, man. Come on, rented? man. You yeah. know they had a lot of problems with Birdman, yo. Come on, the man. Cars, Turk himself said it. You think, you Wayne think all of that was real? No. When you got Wayne even saying it, that's a problem. Listen, but we, but we talking about MC Shan. How, no, we, how, 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 how we get over there? When Shan did it, and when Shan did, like when they, like, like, like when they had the gold pieces and everything like that, real. Went to the jewelry yeah, store. Yeah. All that, all that was real. Absolutely. It's levels to this, man. You can't, you, you, you can't disrespect a man like that because, because of a beef DVD and can't, because you think it's funny. That's <laughs> the only reason why you doing it. And he about to diss Prodigy. I feel it. I'm not about to diss Prodigy. I love P. Let's man, get into it. We going to Queensbridge one of these days. I'm going to take you there, man. I'm going to bring all the recordings. Man, you better have him sitting on the F platform because he ain't going to make it out. <laughs> <of the damn laughs> downstairs waiting. You might as well send his ass right back to Coney Island or wherever that direction going. <laughs> word. Don't even continue to Jackson Heights. Just go right back to Manhattan, exactly. bro. <laughs> well, anywho. Uh... And while we in Queensbridge, I'll be glad to go to the Foot Locker. But anyway, I knew, I knew he was going to go. I knew he was going to all because, all because of the Bravehearts, all because of the of the word that one of the members of the Bravehearts works at that Foot Locker. That's the only reason why he wanted to go there. You want to go there and get, you want to go there and get stabbed and shot and chased out, man. That's your problem. Nah, I just want to get a nigga to death. You might as well go to Roosevelt Island with that. Hey, I chill on Roosevelt Island. Uh, but yeah, anywho, you, you oh, I don't. There. That's where all the crazies are. Yep. So you might as well stay there. <laughs> you better get on that. Tr- you better get on that tram. Head back to bed. <laughs> yeah, word. Next day. Afraid of heights. <laughs> all right, but prodigy though. Uh, vocabulary. I give him a nine. Articulation is a ten. Creativity. This surprised me. I gave him a six. Uh, originality. I gave him a seven. Versatility. Six. Voice. Ten. Records nine, stage presence eight, sticking to themes uh ten, and innovating rhythms eight. Overall score eighty-three for a B. I actually agree. Now, I was surprised you went um nice on the stage present because you know we spoke about how these guys just be like mobbing yeah. on stage, you know, and the way Nas and these guys are. I actually I actually like him as a as a performer. I saw him perform twice in my in my lifetime. He wasn't he wasn't too bad. I mean, let me uh, let me ask you a question. What what was your take on his solo work? Well, his solo work is is his solo work. I feel his Mob Deep work will always overshadow his solo work. Mm-hmm. But um, 
low key, I uh, HNIC, the first HNIC is actually one of my favorite albums of all time. I hardly ever hit skip on that album. What about the ones that came after that, as far as Return to the Mac and the other HNIC yeah, projects? Yeah, that, 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 and that's where I was going because you could see, you could see where the change is. Yeah. Man, even yeah, you you saw a change even through the Infamy era. But like, but 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 again, I have to give him a nine for records because you can't talk about Prodigy without talking about his Mob Deep work. That's a fact. And Mob Deep has had some classic classic records, big time records. Shook Ones Part Two, Quiet Storm. Uh you know what's funny? To this day, on Hot ninety seven, they still play uh, the Burning. Really. I'm surprised. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. They, they do. do. They do. I hear it at least, at least four times a week. Do you know how many rappers freestyled over that instrumental? Word. That instrumental is so so captivating, and 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 also with you know with P. 1995, he was looked at as 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 one of the best rappers, or probably the best lyrically at the time in 1995. Because look at all the features he was on, and look at look at all the work he was doing. He just heavy respect. Yeah. I had I had to give him a six for creativity because yeah you know and then originality also had to get a six because no originality had to get a seven and versatility had to give a six because nothing nothing made him nothing made him different than any other gangster rapper of that era. Uh, until he tried that damn uh, smooth voice on a halo. <laughs> Hey, love, you I want to hold you and talk to you. You're not, you're not going to let Hey, love down, are you? I'm sorry, man. I, Prodigy, <laughs> I love you dearly. Rest in peace. But, man, that just didn't stand nah, up. Nah, but, man, I'm but sorry. Shout, but shout-outs to P for uh for showing for showing my people love because, you know, we the young black entrepreneurs. Get money, get rich, get that paid. That was a dope song. Get paid. That was a good song. He always had love for them down south, P did. And, and stats, yeah, him, and yeah him, that was the one with BG? Because that was a yeah, that was, that was yeah. track. And, and don't that forget. Was a track. And don't forget my favorite Mob Deep song of all time. And a hoe gonna be a hoe. And a nigga <laughs> gonna be a nigga. Yo, I, I, I know I say this all the time, but when we talk about skits and outros, the skit on the end of that song is one of my favorite of all time. Oh, I love. I, I mean, I love the song with Cool G Rap, man, on, on Murder Music. I oh, the realest. Off, I still get chills off that joint. That was man. like the birth of Alchemist, like being known. Let me ask you. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask. Well, well, I mean, we could go. Uh, I could go around with y'all. Uh, obviously, P and Havoc just have it. But when he went, you know, started pushing the solo stuff. Did y'all prefer him working with Havoc more or working with Alchemist? I like both. Be technically honest. I just wanted a balance. That's hard. Alchemist. As a solo, I'm 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 looking at because it's different with a group. It's different with him and yeah, have yeah. him and have is something different. But even though he did some solo stuff with have just as a producer, there's something special with him and Al, man. I think Al is just so good at figuring out how to cater to peace style, especially mm-hmm. as he especially as he got older and slowed down his his his, his rhythm a little bit. Because you see the difference with P when he first started. He was rhyming. He was rhyming way different, and then he slowed it down a little bit. It kind of reminds me of Corrupt. Corrupt did the same thing. You know why I say the Alchemist? Because 
and this is no knock on Havoc, but I like Alchemist's production a bit more than Havoc's. And that showed because he never worked with the Alchemist prior to HNIC Part 1. And when I heard Keep It Thorough for the first time... Mm. Ooh, oh, what man. a track. That was excellent. And P ran circles on that song, man. <laughs> they play that a lot on Hot 97. Too. And they and they still happy. play they still play that to this day. They do? Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. Bro, Good. hot yeah. Bro, I'm glad. See, you're in North Carolina, but Hot 97 on the during the lunch hour from 12 to 1. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about those. Word, man. And there's no chorus on that song. He didn't need nope. it. <laughs> He's keep, he was keeping it thorough. What was the uh, point of the hook? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Alchemist deserves his flowers, too, as a producer, by the, man. <laughs> by the way, well, one last note, right? So, for vocabulary, I wish I could have... I originally wanted to give Prodigy a six. However, his use of words that are unique to him, such as done... Mm-hmm. I, I had to up his score. Other than him and Havoc, I don't hear nobody else talk that Dun lingo. He ran with it. He ran with it. Yeah, that's a like, Queensbridge name. Like on all, like on, like on, uh, on Quiet Storm, he said for all the little Duns. <laughs> but anywho, <laughs> uh, QG, your your last uh, recipient of the report card. My main man, Kendrick. Now, this, this was this has got to be an A guy. This was the guy that got the A. This was the guy that got the A. Kendrick Lamar. And I'm going to go through it. Vocabulary. Surprisingly. But this is the thing. With each criteria, you thoroughly stay with that criteria. So I really paid attention to Kendrick's vocab. I gave him an eight for vocabulary. I gave him a 10 for articulation because when Kendrick pronounces a word, <laughs> he pronounces the word creativity. I gave him a ten for that. He has these records, man. When I hear that master splinter and all this other stuff, and and like especially the way that he could create a character, when he could create somebody out of thin air and give him a face, give him a name, and just talk, tell the story. Original, I gave him a nine for that. Versatility, I gave him a ten for that. Voice, I gave him a ten for that. The records. I gave him an eight for records. Mm. I'm going to get to that. I'm going I'm to get to that. Because, okay. Good Kid, Ooh. Mad City. How many songs, and, 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 like, and that's my favorite Kendrick album, Good Kid, Mad City. I love Good Kid, Mad City. How many songs stand out outside of his fan base? That's where I was looking at. I don't, just look at, I don't just look at within the fan base. Because within the fan base, you could talk about it all day. You could, Bro, ask me, what, ask me what one of my favorites is on there. Off Good Kid, Mad this, City? Yeah. What is it? The song with MC8. Oh. <laughs> and that's just me personally because <clears throat> I love MC8. And when Kendrick and MC8 got together, this is Compton me talking about. Are you kidding me? Come on, I niggas. Couldn't, I couldn't wait to hear that record. So it's like I look at records like that. And then as time went on, we going to be all right. We going to be all right. You know how many colleges play that? Oh, my Lord. Forget it. Especially the <laughs> especially the HBCUs. What? Yo, his later records started oh, to. I have oh to my, fight. Oh, my God. And then, uh, come on, DNA. 
DNA, DNA is a big record. Poetic hum- Justice. Hum- Humble was a big record. Humble is another big record. Shout out to Kung Fu Kenny. <laughs> you know what's funny? My favorite Kendrick record is not even one of his most notable. That's good. Which one is it? Uh, Black Boy Fly. Black mm. Boy Fly is fun. Yo, he made me laugh off the pimp of Butterfly. <laughs> because when I hear this, it's like spoken word. This dick ain't free. When I listen to it, I just start laughing. Because of the way he was doing This dick ain't free, baby. And all that crazy stuff he talking. Stage presence. I gave him, I gave him, here's the thing, depending on the, on what song he's doing, you'll get a lot out of him. Because when he's talking about, when he's talking about police brutality, he's very fierce, he's very ferocious, he's angry, you know what I'm saying? Stage presence, I gave him a nine for stage presence, because he is very animated. That's another thing with Kendrick. Sticking to themes, I gave him a nine. Innovative rhythms, I gave him an eight. And I'm going to tell you all, I'm I'm going to sum this all up. Kendrick is another hybrid rapper because one of his favorites is Corrupt. And early early Corrupt is very animated, very hard on the wordplay, and that's where Kendrick gets it from. When Control came out, everybody was citing Corrupt. They was like, Kendrick was channeling his inner corrupt because corrupt at one time mentioned being the king of New York, but he wasn't talking about the borough. He was talking about Christopher Walken's character and everybody took it out of proportion. Oh, are you, this is New York. And that's when on Vlad TV, if y'all seen it, corrupt went on that rent. He's like, we don't want y'all city. So when Kendrick did that whole control thing, look what happened. When Kendrick said he was the king of New York, Everybody started coming out with disc records. So and like dumbasses, they didn't uh, <laughs> break it down why he said it. They Kendrick just... is Kendrick is a West Coast MC, and one of his, and and he's also he loves a lot of East Coast music. Nas is one of his favorites. He cites it all the time. Tupac is he he did he did a song. He is so creative. He did a song where he's having a conversation with Tupac, and it sounded like an actual conversation. I said this is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. This is creative. This is genius. So I gotta, I gotta give Kendrick an A. He's one of my favorites. We did the three-headed monster episode that's in the archives. Y'all can hear it. Y'all know Kendrick was my pick. Oh, this kid, man. I just, I just, I just love this kid. Section eight, section eight point as well is is also great, man. Like he, he got that song where he's mad at Beyonce for hooking up with Jay Z because he had a big crush on Beyonce. Oh yeah, I it. remember that. I song. love that record. I love that record. That record is funny as hell. But he could talk about anything. Beyonce, watch talk me, about man. Yo, he could talk about gangster raps. He could, he could tell a story. He could do all different things, and he collab with everybody. But one thing that Kendrick gets a knock on is he's very, very animated. Because there's a point where he's rapping, and then he'll start making that noise. I, I hate that. I hate that noise. I hate that I noise. Hate you, I you, love Kendrick. Yo, I hate wait, yo God, God is gangster. I one hate of them. that shit. I can't you, stand when he does that, though. No, that's the thing. The robot <laughs> shit, it gotta stop. Oh, yeah. are, you, are, you, are you talking about like that demonic devil voice? Thing? I don't It's like a robot, yeah. Yo. Yo. Oh. Yo, I I hate that so much and Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. That's my only like, knock on Kendrick. That's my only knock like 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 especially that, that, that new song, Top of the Morning. Oh, I can't listen yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, morning, top of the morning. That's just, I can't, Kendrick. You're doing too much. And he's and, and the funny thing is, too, he, he he's also on a Taylor Swift record. I'm like, how'd that happen? Oh, yeah, he was on the Taylor Swift. He could be a crossover artist, but he could still come back down and still do his thing. They embraced him as the king of the coast. You, you guys ever saw that? Where all the West Coast MCs put their arm around him is like, it, yeah. Now. And then game crazy. turn around and diss him later. Ah, yeah, game, game is a funny guy. Freaking bipolar ass. <laughs> but that's my score for Ken. A, a for Kendrick Lamar, man. All right, what about uh, you, T.O.? Who's last? I got to get this wax out my ears. Oh, sorry. Uh, Q-tip. Sorry. Uh, ah, there you go. <laughs> I'll mess with y'all. Uh, Q-tip. Now, this one, is, I didn't say it was tough, but I, I had to go with his solo work and Tribe Called Quest all at the same time, so I put both of them in the mix. Yes. Vocabulary is really underrated. I actually gave him a nine. Articulation, I actually gave him a nine on. Uh, creativity... I gave him a nine because there's a lot of names that I never. What the hell is it? Lucian is beyond me. Uh, he can make Luc- songs. Lucian, 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 Lucian. Dun, dun, dun. Which is which is which is one of my favorite. Bonita Applebaum. I like when he makes uh songs with these names. That's that's so creative. And I know I'm pretty sure Fife has something to do with it too. But I know Q-Tip is like the brains with the names at sometimes. Uh, originality. I gave him a nine. Um, it's not because of the uh the way he raps, not only, but this is like around the time that you never heard of jazz rap like that. He like, is original. Like that is original. Like we never had jazz rap before. Um, versatility. I actually gave him a nine because it's not just Tribe Called Quest. Because you know he could jump on R&B records. I mean, Gone Till You're Gone with uh with from Janet Jackson featuring Q-Tip. What a song! Hey, Drink Away the Pain. Jake Wayne the Pain, and then um, I still don't know what the hell he was on with that uh, Missy Elliott song, but Q-Tip, we're going to talk uh, about that name. <laughs> <laughs> he had an MC Ren moment. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Voice, I actually gave him a 10 because... You can. I know if this was Kubo D in the 80s, he'd probably give him a 7, but because times has gone by from then, I gave him a 10, so it's really recognizable, and anytime you hear Q-Tip, you know it's a Q-Tip. Records, he gets a strong tent because it's not just Tribe Called Quest. Let's not forget his Amplified album. It could play vibrant thing anywhere. You know something? I'm glad you brought that up because the album that came out after that doesn't really get the credit it deserves, and it's a pretty good album. You know the thing is? I like the album. My only issue with him was singing. Yeah, the singing part. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His singing was not good at all. I like, That's dog, what are you doing? That's the thing, and and the, and the album that we're talking about, it was in two thousand and eight. It's the Renaissance. Album Renaissance, yep. About. I think it was called yeah. Blue Blue Girl. Yeah, Blue Girl. <laughs> That's what the track was, Blue Girl. A uh, cool song, and he's but great. not yeah. yeah, it's great. But I had to give him um ten for records because when you when it comes to like just like I was touching on with Prodigy and Mob Deep, Tribe Quest got mad records that you could play. Leading all the way up to their first album, all the way up to and not much to love movement because only um, find a way was played more than anything. I'm glad. My heart for the evening. I'm glad the booty was never a single because I can't stand that fucking song. (laughs) Because of the way he Uh, the booty. Oh, I hate that the booty, the booty. Eh, eh, eh. 
I'm like, what the fuck is this? Let's not forget, uh, though, T. Let's not forget, T, uh, 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 that, that song with Raphael Sadiq is one of my favorites. Oh, get, oh the PJ soundtrack. I forget that's about the, that. That's get it on. That song is the joint, man. What? To get involved with you, it's the S A double D I Q. That was my shit. And of course, QG's favorite verse on the uh, "Don't Curse." <laughs> <laughs> flim, flim, flim. Let my big black stuff. Are you kidding me? You uh, tight, man. He's stage eight, presence. Man. It's stage presence is not bad. I actually gave him an eight. Sticking up themes, he's not really. Actually, this is just about their creativity when it comes to themes. I gave him a strong nine, and um. Innovative rhythms. I actually gave him an eight. Overall, gave him a ninety-one. He gets an A in my book. I think he does deserve an A. Okay, well that's 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 not that's not. I mean, I didn't get a B plus, but you know, I agree. What's your discrepancy? So, T.O., what did you give him for voice? I give him. I I wanted to give him a nine, but I gave him a ten. No, I agree. I agree. Give him a ten. Originality, I, yeah, he gets a 10. Vocabulary gets a 10 because, like you said, Lucy and Lucy and Lucy and Bonita Applebaum and all these other things. And he he is the only person I've ever heard use the word umma. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel I feel like, uh, you think, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I could, I tried. To, I, don't, I, I don't, it was hard for him to get a B plus, so I, I definitely got him You know what it is? I think I know where you're going with it, Al. I think it's because. He's so into the tribe roots. It's hard to look at him without the others, as far as it's a package deal. Because when you, because because Q-Tip solo, yes, he's good, but he's better when he's in a group. Yeah, that, that I agree is, with that. I agree with that. Is that where you're going? Is is that where you're going, Candyman? Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Cause, 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 because when he's with Fife and Shaheed Muhammad and Jerome, it's, 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 it, it's fantastic. But when you but, pull him away and have him out there on his own, it's different. But you know the thing is, there's only one source that he could count on. That's Jay Dilla. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what. And that's what kind of saved him, even on the Amplified album, is Dilla. And remember, Dilla was part of the Umma back in the you day. Know, you know, you know, you know. You just pointed something out. I wish we, I wish we would have had a, a a Q-tip and a Guru song, just those two. That would be an interesting Guru and Q-tip, especially with their vocals. They don't yell. No. They're very low tone. They and that's not, very they, high they, they, They've they've collaborated already, bro. I don't count that record. And How you could know you that. count that? You I don't, don't count you, that. You record. know what song I'm talking about? I know the one you're talking the about. The Hitman. The hitman. Uh oh. No, 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 no. I don't count that one. How could you not count that? I don't count that one. How could you not count that? I don't count that one. Not the hitman. Not not the hitman. Not the hitman. Why don't you count that? I'm I'm talking about at the time when it's the same reason why we never got a record with with Gangstar and Nas, which I which I wish we did. If we would have had a Gangstar Tribe Called Quest record at the time of their primes, totally imagine Q-Tip and Q-Tip on the premiere beat. I know Fife could do a premiere beat, in my opinion, but think Q-Tip about, on a premiere think, beat. Think about that. Think about that at that time. That would have been crazy. Oh, you wanted it while Guru was still alive. Yeah. yeah, that's what he's talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We don't know when that track was recorded. 
Bruh. How was Q-Tip on that track that you're talking about? He sounded youthful. No. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's why I don't count. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't count that record, man. I can't count that record. Especially, all he did was the hook. Am I correct? No, he had a verse. No, he had a verse. He had a verse. He had a verse on there. I have that album. That's my favorite song on the album next to the J. Cole record. I got a... I got that album, but th- but but that tells you something because uh, yeah, nah, that one that one didn't work. I actually like from a distance better because because of Jeru the Damage on there along with the J Cole record, but that's for another story. Mm. All right, well, Rev, it's uh it's your turn, sir. All right, wrap it up with my man MF Doom. All right. So I gave him um he got a total of ninety four point five so he gets an A, vocabulary nine, articulation ten, vocab um didn't match up this time because I feel like he does a lot of uh a lot of comedy in his rhymes I mean he's definitely uh well spoken definitely a, a dope lyricist as well um creativity ten. He has all these monikers, King Ghidorah, Victor Vaughn. And, you know, if you're if you're a real fan of his, you know, you could actually tell when he's rapping like these characters. Um, on the side note of that, versatility, he gets a seven only because there's no mainstream or R&B records or no crossover um, records that he's done, you know, where... Um, it's garnered like you know a lot of critical acclaim from like the mainstream and you know right. as someone who loves the underground I, I know it's not all about that but i'm going off um the criteria here from um you know the kumo d report card uh originality 10 like i said he has all these personas you know the, oh, the mask yeah. the mask speaks volumes um voice is 9.5 the dude sounds like a marvel character he sounds like something <laughs> out of a comic i love movie. it and you know he he's um he he's he's by way of Long Island but but originally from um the UK so you could hear a little bit of um he'll drop the accent here and there so definitely uh, high on my board um records is an eight solid eight um with these underground artists like I said you know it's hard for them to do like crossover appeal but they're always good at what they do so if they know they're you know doing some lyrical stuff you know you you'll get a whole uh, a bombardment of of lyrics and 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 hard rhymes and you know with doom you know he's a character too so he brings that you know gimmick to uh, up front as well um stage presence 10 hard 10 and it's funny because you know there's a story of of people performing as him <laughs> like he wouldn't even go and he would have people wear the mask and perform as him so i know people would be like you know how could you give that a 10 but i I feel like that's so masterful to do, you know what I mean? Like, no, it is. And, and he always incredible. said, you know, don't go to my shows for, for um the performance itself. Go there for the lyrics. Go there for the wordplay and everything. And you know, like I said, I could see how people will disagree with me giving them a ten, but I I think that's that's awesome. I think that's like kind of a kind of genius, if you would, you know. It's it's definitely crossing a line doing something like that. And you know, he had the guts to do it. Stick it to themes, giving him a 10. He came oh. out with mm food and all of the tracks was named after some kind of food or he or he twisted it, yeah, you know, in, in, one beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, great, great album. 
And, you know, like I said, with his characters, you know, he sticks to the themes with his characters, whether it be Victor Vaughn or King Ghidorah. So he gets a 10 for that. Innovate Rhymes, 9. You know, that old school flow is easy to get people moving. You know what I'm saying? And he does that. You know, you hear any of his joints, you know, it's definitely a head nodder. So, yeah, man, rest in peace, MF Doom. He gets an A for me. Especially, especially the way he started. Yeah. He was a member of third base. That's the fun. Third base. Yeah. KMD, everything. Like, like just knowing his history and where he came from and how he how 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 he came about and and, and to and to be transmogrified into this character of MF Doom and just run with it for so long. Totally reinvented himself. I mean, the man was genius. I'll tell you one thing. When he gets with Mad Lib, oh my lord. Ooh, oof, that's different. Get, get the they, 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 they should call it Mad Doom Lib when it comes to that guy. <laughs> yeah, they're going to drop the Mad Villainy too, hopefully in the near future. Uh, that, was, that, that, that was one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. All Caps is my favorite Doom song ever. Hell yeah. Good shit. I remember that one Good track shit. he had with Curious. I'm like, Curious? Where the hell he been? <laughs> I haven't seen Curious in like years. But but that's a, he was the one that had that song Uptown shit. Mm. But um Rev, you make a good point. Um when it comes to versatility. The man never had an R and B record, never had a crossover record, and never had a mainstream record. Right. He just it, stuck to himself. That's it. I never heard I never heard of a Doom song on Hot Ninety Seven until after he died, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Suckers. <laughs> but uh last but not least. It is me, and I. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. Mm-hmm. I am the controversial Candyman for a reason. Now, my two, re- my my three report cards so far, we saw two B pluses and a B. Unfortunately, I didn't get to grade anybody that got an A, but I did get to grade somebody who fell below a B. So what? Oh, with, I gotta hear this. <laughs> with that, with this being said, oh. I had the indubitable honor of grading Fat Joe. So now before I before I before I begin, I just have to put a disclaimer out there. I am a fan of Fat Joe. Me and QG actually was in Long Island one day. I think this was a few, uh, last summer. And we walked in a record store and I bought I walked out of there with 10 records. Remember Q? And what was yeah, one of them? Of course I remember. A I remember. Fat Joe record. It was a Fat Joe record. Yep. Yep. I have three of his albums in my possession. Represent Jealous One's Envy and Don Cartagena. So nobody can tell me I am a fat Joe hater. With that being said, however, I have to give him the following grades. So, Fat Joe. Vocabulary, 7. Articulation, 9. Creativity, 7. Originality, 6. Versatility, 7. Voice, 10. Records, 10. Stage presence, 7. Sticking to themes, eight. Innovating rhythms, six. For an overall score of 77, a C plus. What about his boots? His boots? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not factoring his boots. Oh, my God. Yo, that picture, <laughs> oh, my God. God. They <laughs> roasted him. They roasted him about those boots. <laughs> I'm not humble about it. I'm not going to lie. When Rev told me, when Rev gave me Fat Joe to grade, I rolled my eyes. But, uh... Yeah, you give C plus, you give Joe a C plus. Now, that's, that's fair. To back up my my grades, records I got to give the man a ten. He did oh, have a lot of records, even yeah, after Pun died. 
Yeah, and a lot uh, lean back and and all the way up are the two noticeable ones. Fat Joe is the only. Fat Joe is the only guy. Well, not the only guy because Jay Z's done it too. But to have two hit major mainstream records over a decade apart—that's that's tough. You know what it is with Joe that I love, especially from the beginning with the DITC. That's the Joe I really like because I remember that that Fat Joe, especially with you know Flo Joe and all those other great records. I just, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't I didn't care for Fat Joe the gangster. I yo, I love Fat Joe the gangster. That's he was like, he was kind of ruthless a little like, bit back then. Yo, listen, that verse from I Shot You is one of the hardest verses I've ever heard in my life. And I like I love when I love when Joe rapped like that, even on the Gangstar records. On and you know, star record, he went crazy on that record. And you know what my issue with Joe is? I feel like Joe is too spotlight hungry. And what I mean by that is, so like for example, with the whole the whole versus situation, when he wanted to he wanted to be in a versus so bad, and he would go he would go to the versus and, and be in the crowd when he was in Madison Square Garden, right in the front, and then and he was so anxious to get on, and, and he battled Ja Rule and. You know, he got destroyed. And then even, did y'all hear about what, what, what Fat Joe told his kids uh, in the, uh, I, yeah. and it got out the other day? About the whole Jay-Z. Yeah, we actually covered it. Yeah, like, he, yeah, well, we, 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 we ain't got, we ain't got money like that. Like, what? Right, 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 right. The man, the man, the man, the man got a White Castle endorsement. What you mean you ain't got no money? Nah, you know what he, it is? He does. They don't. You, he, he, right. He's teaching them. He's teaching them something different. Shaquille O'Neal yeah. did the same thing. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal is teaching his kids because his kids are like, you know, Daddy, we rich. He's like, no, no, we not. He's like, you, you like, you got to work. You got to work for this. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's it's exactly not, what they're going that, with this. That's 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 the method that he's that he's that, that he's showing them. And I and I understand that. It's just that it was put out there. They're like, oh, well, what does he mean? Well, now we have an idea. You know what I think? You know what I, I kind of I hate to be the bad news when it comes to Fat Joe. I stopped after Jealous One Still Envy. Really? I don't know, man. I couldn't get into loyalty. I mean, the Terror Squad thing was not bad. Then the um. What was that other album he had after that? When he had my four four? Oh yeah. Um. What was that? What was that album? Um, that dark side. All of is it all of nothing or something like that? Oh yes, yes, all of nothing. I wasn't. I don't know. I felt like his. That's when he was beefing with Fifty, 50. at the time when that album came. Yeah, and and I agree with you because that song so much more. I didn't like it. I didn't like. Uh, I mean. I mean, he, so much more was the. I mean, the beat was aight by Cool yeah, Dre, but yeah. the only standout part was him paying homage to Tupac. That's exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. But then let's let's get to this part. I think with Joe, instead of letting it flow naturally, which which is what he started to do, chasing that commercial success once you get a taste of it, because after. After, you know, representing everything like that, the Flo Joes and all the mother... When he started, when Don Cartagena came out, it was hard, but it, but he also had, you know, it wasn't that commercial because you still had them hard records. When he started working with R. Kelly and Genuine and doing all that other stuff with the, with the big mink coats and all, and I said, okay, Joe. That, that's, I, what, that's why I lost it. I see, I see what you're doing. And then it... it it kind of got ridiculous. It didn't feel authentic. Like, especially with the Terror Squad, right? She wanna take me home. Shout out to you, Cameron. <laughs> that, 
Cameron did the hook. I don't care what anybody says. Cameron did the hook for that record. <laughs> like those those records, I wasn't feeling. What was that other record that he had? Who was it with Jay Holiday? Oh, uh, I forgot about uh, that. Oh, garbage. Uh, I, that that that's my problem with Joe. I was like, I'm not feeling those records. And then, Joe. And then he tried well, again when he had Make It Rain. I mean, uh, oh, oh, no, but, but, but Make It Make It Rain was a hit for him though. Uh, was him and Lil Wayne. But it, but it benefited more than Wayne, and that Wayne only did the hook. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, but 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 you know why? Because that was during Wayne's "I'm Gonna Be on Everything." I'm the hottest it rapper was. in the game. Run. That's yeah, why I was going with this. It was more beneficial for Wayne. Southpaw. No, don't switch to no Southpaw, Joe. Listen, but listen, uh, a hit is a hit, though. A hit is a hit, but, uh. but... But what has he done even after Make It Rain? He had records, but again... And Make It Rain ain't all that, though. It really isn't. Well, I tell you, I tell you this, though. One, my favorite Fat Joe record... I draw the line with Joe after Don Cartagena. However, The Crack House with him and Lil Wayne... Grand Theft Auto 4 sold me on that song. This is the crack house. Welcome to the crack house. Lifestyle is the shit, though. Lifestyle. Now, that shit, I could deal with. I could deal with that record. I like when Joe, I like when Joe approaches like that. It still has a commercial appeal, but he's rapping hard. That's the Joe I like. And he's he's got like, he's back, he's, he's got that BX Projects Bat type yeah. feel in that song too. The pissing stairways and the and the graffiti. But but, but you know what yeah, also messed it up? Joke. Like after Pun died, the breakup with Terror Squad, Joe didn't really have much of an identity either. He had records, don't get me wrong, and they would stand out. But like you said, the Genuines, the R. Kelly's, the Nellies, the you and know all good songs, but I wasn't feeling them. Me either. We dug it all the way. Thought of it close. I hated it. <laughs> I was, and and, and 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 even though the What's Love record is is one of his biggest hits. Uh, nah, man, I can't listen to that record. <laughs> Me either. I mean, if you had a party and you know people dancing to it, and the sad part is but, that's one of his standout songs. They play that a lot. It, it is. It is. No question. It is. He had that song, All I Need, was Tony and Armageddon. Right, right. All I, yeah. But, uh, but, but then again, here comes another pattern. He was also catering to the women now. Give me, give me John Blaze. Give me that. <laughs> he still got outshot on that song. <laughs> give me, give me the crack attack. Give me those records, bro. I'll take those records. Give me success. I'll take those records. Give me, yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll even take Bet Your Man Can't Do It Like That. <laughs> <laughs> even though Cuban Link was selfish. He killed it. <laughs> well, oh, man. So for those of you out there who have y'all own report card that y'all want us to submit. submit oh, us. Let me clarify. Let me clarify you two. I'm talking about you, Candyman, and you, homeboy, T.O., what's the dealio? Q-Tip only did the hook on that Gangstar record. He ain't have a verse. I the never hook- said he had a verse. Yes, you I, did. I thought he had a verse. He ain't had no verse on there. He only did the hook. And that hook, ugh. Well, he's making that gun sound. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I, I did say cl- that. My bad. I want to clarify oh. that for y'all, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did only do the hook. You do the thing, thing. You got the thing, thing. I got the thing, thing. Nah, nah, that's not good, man. Do-go. That Do-go. doesn't work. Do-go. Do-go. That doesn't work, man. I'm sorry. No, man. Was it Q-Tip at one point a member of Good Music? For yes. Music? Yeah, he was. He was a member. He was a member of Good Music. And didn't really make... Well, 
if you want to count the Renaissance, if around that time, but other than that, man. But, um, yeah, that's a report card rep, y'all. Yeah, if y'all got your own report card, email us, raplabpod at gmail.com. DM it to us at uh, uh, raplabpod on uh, Instagram. But before we get off tonight, I got to say something that uh, <sighs> we – no, what do you mean? Oh, this is not bad. Why, why, why would I got to say something, you, you, T.O., you, you, you got you to gotta sigh? It's something that we can all be proud of, and you too, all right? Uh, today's date, as we record this, is uh, January 30th, uh, 2022, because we record on Sunday's released episode on Mondays, right? Uh, on January 26, 2020, was the first ever episode of the Rap Lab. We are officially two years old, where when this whole, when this whole thing first started, we didn't even think we'd last three months. Then the pandemic happened, and I got sick, and for those of y'all who don't know, and those of y'all who do know, I almost didn't make it, so... The future of this thing almost didn't even make it past, didn't even make it past three months, but we still here. And I just like to thank all the people, especially the people in, in, in the countries we charted in Germany and Paraguay and, and, uh, and, and everywhere else. So especially I, I, I didn't even know y'all like hip hop out in Thailand, but apparently y'all do. So. Thailand, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. okay, no, no, no. okay, okay. Thank you all so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we. we since yeah, since, forever. since the beginning, we've charted in officially 32 different countries. Some of them, I didn't even know they spoke English. Others, I didn't even know they had Wi-Fi or Internet. So, shout-outs to y'all. But um, we made it two years. I just want to thank everybody. Uh, this is going to be episode 96. So, four more, we we had a hundo. So, you know, uh, I just want to appreciate all the people. I want to and I, I tell the three of y'all, man, I appreciate y'all. I know, Rev, you wasn't here from the beginning, but... You came through, and we thought T.O. might have never came back. And then, you know, the band got back together, all four of us. So, man. We went uh, from the treacherous three to the four horsemen. Word up. Yeah, man, there you go. I, I, I never want to be in the treacherous three because I'm not cool Modi. You don't man. need to be cool Modi. Man, I, I'm, and I'm glad we done with report cards, if man. You, I, if, you were, if you were in the treacherous three, you would be carrying the crates. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not that's not even funny. It ain't supposed to be funny, man. You 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 can't stand up there with Special K, Sunshine, and Spoonie G, and the rest of those guys, man. Come on now, show some respect. I do have respect. Cool Modi should show some respect for himself and take the Modi Modi did show respect. Modi showed respect by creating the support card and forcing us as hip-hop fans to step our games up and look at music different. This is what we urge everybody out there to do when you listen. Don't just listen to a record, especially if you like the artist. Break down the record piece by piece. There's a difference between being a good rapper and being a lyricist. And to throw that out there, I know we're, we're, we're running, but that camera on Hot 97 joint, good rap. Yo, he killed Cam that shit. Not a lyricist. Cam is not a lyricist. Good rapper. <laughs> Not a lyricist. At least, wow, you say you saying Cameron's a good rapper? I'm he's shocked. a good rapper, but he's not a lyricist. There's a difference. But, but um, I think he already let you. He he all the song let me know he already said he ain't trying to be a lyricist. Yeah. By the, <laughs> he, by the, he warned you a long time ago. By the way, I just want all the listeners and and the viewers on YouTube know. Email us at raplabpod at gmail Shout outs to our guy Odare, who is a good friend of the show and a loyal listener. He actually is is the guy who influenced next week's topic. Um, like I said, people, y'all send us the topics. We're going to do them if, if it's not bullshit. But um, next week, 
we're gonna uh we're gonna tackle a complex's list of the top rapper every year since 1979. So fellas, y'all might have to oh. do your home- y'all might oh. have to do y'all homework a little. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, so we'll figure out a way to format it so we stay within the hour and a half to hour 45. Time. Yeah, that sounds like going to be a long one. Nah, well, you you know me. I got the. I, I got think the we should do two. Th- I think we should do a baby. Uh, this is gonna have to be a breakdown. It ain't gonna be a whole nineteen seventy five. We're not going one by one. I'll, oh, okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. But yeah, so if y'all got topics y'all want to hear and y'all want us to be around another two years, five years, whatever, sending y'all sending y'all ideas. Cause yes, sir. Sometimes I would have never thought to do that episode. So yeah, yeah. hit up the YouTube, the Instagram, comment, like, share, subscribe, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And please, if y'all are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review in words. Give us a rating, because we haven't uh we haven't had a, a review since September of 2020. So help us out. You got a and if you got a business or anything else you own, I'll be more than happy to leave a review in return. So get at us. But until next week, we out. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace.